Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Dread Podcast Network presents... Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. It's your girl Cat Daddy. And Jazz the 40 ounce connoisseur. And this go round, we are talking about Sinister 1 and 2. Um, And honestly, this was a pick from our Patreon, so shout out to y'all. And if you want to get a chance to do fun, cool shit like this or get into other exclusive bonus content, you can pull up on us at girlthatscary.com forward slash, oh, girlthatscary.com. Girl, where am I at? Patreon.com. Patreon. Since I was in the future. <laughs> they can find our Patreon through girlthatscary.com. Thank you, girl. I was like, what? Anyways, yes, all that in the above. Patreon.com forward slash girl that's scary. And then, um, you know, for, you know, for a couple dollars a month, you support us doing all kinds of fun things and you get to pick um extra future titles. So shout out to you guys and we love you. Yeah. And they picked some good, they picked a good one. Sinister was pretty fucking scary last time I saw it. Did you see it in theaters? I did. I saw it in theaters. I was shook. Uh, once again, Ethan Hawke is out here turning up. You know, the, Ethan Hawke had a run. He had this movie with Daybreakers came out not too long before this. I remember. Um, what the fuck else was Ethan Hawke doing? He was doing something else. He also reminds me of John Cusack, but that's a whole nother conversation. He's kind of like John Cusack with a mustache. I don't know. They they probably don't look alike when you put the pictures together, but they don't. Yeah, it's how I feel about it. <laughs> Elijah Wood, Robert Pattinson, and um, what's Harry Potter's actual name? Daniel Radcliffe. Yes. You think they all? Yeah, I'm crying every time you say this shit. I be. <laughs> They're not the same person, y'all. I just. <laughs> Um, but our Patreon friends have picked uh, this week's episode. And like I said, we're talking about the first and the second movie because um, there's only two. The first one came out in 20, 2012, excuse me, and Sinister 2 came out in 2015. Um, they're both written by the same people. Um, C. Robert Car- Cargill, but he also kind of goes like Carlisle. And I kind of know of him because um, our friend Ernest used to, um, we used to listen to this podcast, he was on like school.com with like Spilios and shit and him and a whole bunch of other people talk like music and literature um, and movies and all kinds of other fun stuff. So shout out to him making his dream come true. Um, and this first movie debuted um, at South by South and excuse me, South by Southwest in 2012. I think that's the year that I went. Um, and if that's the case, while we legendary. Um, but yeah, the first one 
was a good time. The second time, the second one, we gonna pray on it. We yeah, please um, let us pray because now the second one is on Netflix. If you want to watch it, it's not the worst movie I've seen, but after watching Sinister and being very scared. The second one was a bit of a disappointment. I did not see Sinister in the theaters. Ernest, of course, he had me and Kay watch it downstairs in that basement. And we were watching the basement. His ass went to fucking sleep and had me and Kaylin being scared in the dark basement watching Sinister. I was fucking shook. Magoo was whooping ass in my dreams. I could not. It was scary as shit. I had never seen no shit like that before. And I was like, oh, this is scary. Now, why after, like, you know, watch number two, three, four? Yeah. Okay. But that first watch in that dark-ass basement fucked me up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I call him Bilal, even though I'm very aware who Bilal is, so I know what you're like, his name is Bagul. I'm aware. Um, He just, he really came, he needed to, he came and did what he needed to do, and what that was was scare the shit out of you. Literally, scaring the shit out. If I would have seen this movie as a child, girl, this would have been fucked like I was oh, a yeah. full grown up at this. I was like what twenty three ish when I saw it. Yeah, fuck, fuck that movie. No, I know some children are probably like, oh my god, that's the scariest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and what got me about the movie was it was more so just the sound. Like when you get to the super eight reels, let's hit that spoiler alert. Spoiler. Um. Yeah. So when you start getting introduced to those different reels. And those movie clips because it gets found footagey in the middle of it. Um, that's the part that just really like made my spirit sink down to my pinky toe. Like it was just too much. Motherfucking uh, you had what's that? How does drink start? Okay. <clears throat> they start with the moving in shit. Listen, we're in Hawk, huh? I was gonna say, didn't it open up with the clip of the Stevenson family? Oh, with the <sighs> Uh, isn't that the scene of them um hanging yeah yeah that shit you already know the shit about to be dreadful after you see oh. these motherfuckers are hanging and then you i feel like you see the same tree when you pull up to the new spot yeah and then ethan hawk is like yeah i'm a crime writer and shit we about to move into this motherfucking house no, and the wife you. is like did you promise this is not a murder house right he was like well, uh, we're not moving next to a murder house. We are not moving next to a murder house is what his ass said. Words mean things. But she, he was ugly as hell for that. He knew what the fuck she meant. Listen, no, you're not next to the murder house. You are in the murder house, baby. Mm. Also, if he's a crime writer, I just feel like I would at least have a general idea of what crimes he's researching. Because I would have looked that fucking house up. Because you know what? If he had moved me into a murder house before, I would have looked that fucking house up. Well, she called herself, you know, y'all, we kind of little here. Tracy, um, Ethan Hawke, who plays, who's playing this character named Ellison. Tracy later tells him, like, you know, they're getting cute. And she's like, no, really. On, in, in so many words, if I find out you on that bullshit again, um, I will leave you with the kids and I'm going back to my sister's house. And he's like, nah, baby, it's all good. And I'm thinking, why are you actively lying to her? Like, so you you really don't take her seriously. 
he don't he don't take people he was like he's he's worried about himself you know he's chasing that high of fame again when he was getting interviewed and his one book did well and helped solve some crimes or whatever now he's trying to do that shit again but baby maybe you need to do children's books okay maybe you need a regular regular job or something like that y'all eating spaghetti with the fucking lights out and shit i don't know what's going on in here it looks like y'all aren't doing so well maybe you should have got an apartment Listen, he need to get some teen crime books, maybe some young adult. Maybe he just needs to get a regular, regular job because honestly, moving into homes where people murder were murdered in them on purpose, and I know it's for your work and research is a thing, but you're walling. Like you were truly walling. And honestly, like you said, Tracy, you're fucking walling because girl, why didn't you do the Googles? Like there this this should be public knowledge. And to the magnitude that would like of these murders that were happening at this property, and then once we find out as the story progresses, multiple other properties because they're all connected. Girl, why the fuck didn't you do your research? It's 2012. The research the 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 um excuse me, the resources exist. They did because if you had moved us into next you cannot be trusted i would have asked for the addy off rip and i would have been like let me put this hoe in google and just see i would have called the local police department if i need to bitch or i would have called the um realtor and i would have been like yeah i did because she's like yeah we're not moving next to this murder house i'm like girl did you see the house before or what's happening because you're not about to buy no house without me going yeah we're about to buy this house and we're married with children you're not just about to pull up and like hey here's our new house that's not how that works yeah no i don't know definitely maybe we're supposed to suspend our disbelief but uh it's not working i'll suspend it that far but also sis you fucked up because ellison is a lot is lying to you ethan hawk is cannot be trusted Y'all, so basically, Ethan Hawke Ellison then moved his family into a house where the previous family, that open footage we see, and I think it's called, like, uh, Family Hanging Out. Oh, Family yes. Hanging Out 2011. First of all, the titles for these mini clips. <laughs> you a fool for that one, okay? You got fucking Hanging Out 2011, Barbecue 79, Yard Work, Sleepy time. Yard work is what fucking sent me to the goddamn afterlife in the movie theater. That was too much. That was that was too much. I was shook. I walked. I said, "No, that like we'll get there." But that was that was it. You got pool party, bitch. Pool party. Okay, so if you are not aware and you have not seen Sinister, it's worth the money. I rented it on um Amazon for like three ninety nine, but you can rent it from pretty much anywhere. It's not hard to find. You just might have to pay for it right now. I think it might be on like Stars or Showtime for free though. But if you don't have that, you can you know rent it now. Poop. There's a bunch. There's a series of eight millimeter films in this movie, and eight millimeter films are these little you know the little janks that they put on the reels, old timey looking films, but they're in color or whatever. But they're pretty much like home video, and all the home videos are fucking snuff films, bro. And you don't know what the fuck is going on at first. You know that somebody got murdered. And it's on film, and there's a series of murders like this, but you don't know who's doing the killing, but you know it's being taped, so that's already upsetting. Because like, who's no, we don't know who's killing people, but they're also taping it. What are they doing with these tapes? What's going on? But Ellison soon finds out because after they move the shit in, they eating spaghetti in the fucking dark. That Man. sends me every time. I'm like, y'all are really eating <laughs> spaghetti in the dark. In the dark, 
You got to eat by candlelight. You can't afford the light bill. You should have moved to the apartment complex, my friend. <sighs> anyway, he finds the tapes in the attic. So that's how we end up seeing, outside of the opener, that's how we end up seeing the 8mm films because Ellison is putting them in the tape player and sometimes he's not putting them in the tape player. And they are playing and he uh, got to drink through it. That's how bad these motherfuckers are. Because that pool party is pool party 66. So it's 1966. They are, the family is taped to fucking pool chairs and shit. And they in the water, right? And they just in the water until they fucking drown. Drowning is one of the worst deaths ever. Yeah. I, it's definitely up there. And of course, like right when it's happening, because the way that they are, they're, they're tied to the pool chairs, like the little folding joints, and they're all like they're tied down and a rope just drags them into the water. And I'm just like, bitch, what is this? Because as the movie goes on, the, the, the Super 8 films just get more depressing. Like It's just like, turn up. Yard work, it's literally just a bitch rolling over someone's face in, with a lawnmower. And I'm like, <laughs> and you see the fuck go, Ew. I said, no. Wait. Wait. Or the fucking barbecue where they burn everybody up. With all the, and then the music is the music fucks me up. Like I may not be as like I'm not I'm not like if I watch it now, I've seen it so many times, it doesn't move me as much as it did the first time. But that music still sticks with me. It sounds like someone played a tape or something backwards with different like beats and melodies. And I just want to vomit because it makes me so nervous. Ugh. And then you can see Bagul ass in the water. Yeah, he played too much. Just, he in the bushes and shit in the video, getting closer and closer until Look, bam, he jumping out the screen, jumping yeah, out uh-huh. the window with this one. He looking like Billy the Saw Man, little doll baby, older disgruntled brother. And I have, I just, I'm not here for it. He does. I'm not here for it. And then he's moving like Freddy Krueger, minus the assault, because he's very much like, yeah. So once you like, because we, mm, let me not jump ahead. Anyways. Y'all, Ethan Hawke then found these tapes in this house because he's, you know, he's out here trying to investigate this murder. He got his pictures up. He got a whole timeline in his office. And as this, as these things are progressing, like he's finding these movies, his family is slowly becoming affected. He has his son. What's his son name? Um, Tre- Trevor. Trevor has like really bad night terrors and is a sleepwalker. Like one time that nigga was in the fucking box. When he popped out, I don't know shit on myself. Because I didn't know that was going to happen. And the way the motherfucker popped out like a broke jack-in-the-box, like, he rolled out like a fucking accordion. I didn't like that shit at all. And I knew it was going to be Bagul ass. Return to sender. Exactly. I would have taped that box the fuck shut. You got to go. We can send you and your Mima house or something because Mm -mm. we can't do this. I can't do this. Not with you. Not with you. Yeah, I definitely wasn't a fan. And Ashley, his daughter, like, you think, like, you know, she's real good because she just keep painting the shit on the wall. She's allowed to, um, you know, in their house, they letting her just, you know, doodle and shit on the wall. Um, but she says to her dad at one point, like, maybe one day I'll paint something really good and I'll be famous, basically, and I'll be famous like you, dad. So keep that in your brain um, because I caught that shit the second time, you know, the I, at the time when I saw this, I was just, like, focused on the movie and not really trying to study the movie. Because I just like to enjoy it. Um, so I caught it the second time. But yeah, because guess what, bitch? You find out later. Because Ethan Hawke is going through these tapes. He runs into Deputy So-and-so. And the guy's name is Deputy. He never has a name. But they kind of just call him Deputy So-and-so. Yeah. Um, and 
Yeah, and he's played by James Ransom, who also um, is it, uh, it? He, Yeah, exactly. He played Eddie in it too, the grown up. Eddie. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Deputy So and So is trying. He just real. He just real pressed to be with Ellis's new book. He's like, listen, I'm trying to help you crack the case because the townspeople is not fucking with this. You know, he's known for bringing all this noise to people's towns. The sheriff just pulled up and was like, girl, we basically don't like your kind around here. You best pack your family up and leave. And then they have like a, you know, who's got the biggest dick contest, um, which was weird. And then, um, yeah, you know, Deputy So-and-So is helping Ellison on the case, but she gets crazy and crazy and crazier. And they get in the contact with what the fuck is that, um, that professor's name? My friend is Professor, Professor Jonas. Yes. The one who pulls up on the TV screen. Well, this is from like, okay i feel like the professor scene kind of replaces the i'm going to the library and look at the microfiche and all this shit look mm-hmm. i got the answers right here dog i looked up what you said and Bagul pretty much be eating children and shit so mm-hmm. yeah and what ellison also finds out is when he's watching the tapes and looking them up he's realizing there's always a family member missing it's always a child and they never can find that child like so well. they Bagul is taking the fucking kids Okay, the kids are gone. This is the boogeyman boogeyman. He's not playing with you bitches. He's popping up. He's a scorpion. He's a snake. He's a videotape. He's all in your shit. Mm-hmm. And you really see on one of the boxes, like, Ellison finds the, the lid of a box and there's, like, doodles in there and it's, like, always a label person, like, Mr. Boogie. I wrote in my, watch, in my notes, Mr. Boogie likes to watch, which really makes me feel creepy. Oh. Weird. You're right. Yeah. That is very intensely I mean, scary. <laughs> When we see him in every scene, like, because we don't get to see who he is and his body gets, like, larger every time we see him. Like, he's, like, eating or some shit. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just tripping theory hat. Uh, but we don't really see him until the pool party snuff him. But until, like, before that, you see, like, his symbol or maybe a, a glimpse of him. Like, he's kind of blurry. Like, I don't know. I don't know. He stresses me the fuck out. Um <clears throat> Basically, um, we find out that, you know, Bagul is out here wilding the fuck out. And he is, um, you know, possessing these kids and getting these kids to basically murk their families. And how does Ellison find out? Well, Mr. Boogie and the kids then left him some extendo clips when they get the director's cut in the end. And his ass fucking puts the footage together and pieces together. It's the children that's killing all the families, which is fucking terrifying. Also, this I had not seen Hell House LLC, but it reminds Hell House LLC reminds me of this. You just pull up with a big bag of tapes. Where the fuck are all these tapes coming from? Where you getting all this film from? Listen, the tapes fo- and then the thing is the tapes follow your ass. So every time you move, because you basically find out the pe- what people have in common is oh they move to try to get rid of the bullshit. So they're doing what you you want them to do in some way, shape, or form, but it makes another connection. So now all the goose, the ghost done did was followed your ass. Cause you know, they didn't hijack your whole goddamn existence. And now the tapes is in the attic and you can't escape the shit. Cause that's what Ellison do. He's like, girl, I'm tired of these ghosts following us. I'm scared. I didn't burnt these videotapes. I'm tired. I'm, I'm I don't want to see this shit. No more. I didn't feel finished. Um, three fucking canisters of whiskey. Literally barrels. That meant, Every time that film play, that man got a glass of whiskey on the table. I'm like, if you got a drink like this to watch this, maybe you need a new line of work, motherfucker, because this just don't seem safe. 
Girl, there was a scene when he literally turns after somebody dies. He turns and immediately checks. I was like, God damn. I'm like, sir, are you okay? Maybe you need to talk to a therapist. You got to tell somebody about this besides deputy so-and-so because this ain't it. Because deputy so-and-so, he trying to help because he won't be mentioned in the book and shit, which I get. Okay. But also, sir, you are giving away police information. You know what? 12 is just really useless. I mean, he's not... Deputy so-and-so isn't completely useless, but his timing is not so great. Also, Ellison was ignoring his ass when he was trying to give him the pertinent information that, bitch, no, you're not safe. And of course, you're yelling at the screen like, answer the fucking phone! Like, you're just... But that's what I liked about this movie. Like, they're doing, they're doing the dumb shit that you expect them to do. But then they start doing the things you don't expect them to do. Like, he literally tries to move his house, his family. We're fuck this shit. We out of here. Even the sheriff was like, let's skip in town. The sheriff's like, where are you going? He said, I'm trying to do what you told me to do and get the fuck out of here. But then you find out once he finally answers Deputy So-and-So's phone call, you weren't supposed to leave, friend. You were supposed to stay at the house. And then, of course, you know, he's out here minding his business. He's drinking his cup, but he looked down. His ass is sleepy. He got a note from his daughter. was like, love you, dad. See you soon on some wild boy shit. Bitch, she done drugged the whole family. Wow. Because the coffee tasted funny or some shit. Oh, and Lord. I just was like, bruh, no, not you. Not, not you. you. Not but you. Also, because your kids didn't deserve. Now, you, Ellison, your nosy ass, you deserve this. Okay? You deserve this. But your wife, Tracy ain't do this shit. She yeah. didn't even know she was moving to the murder house till you did yeah. this shit. You, oh, I can't wait till you get to the end of Snake Way and the angels turn around the mm. motherfucking screen on your ass. I'm like, get your ass on the elevator. Go ahead. Get You, you already know. Yeah, take your yeah. ass. Don't even, we got the screen and we running the whole sinister movie back, bitch. No. <laughs> Not get your ass on the elevator. Just you got turn to around. Like, as soon as you, as soon as the door is open, it's gonna be like that nigga that got next to. As soon as she hopped off the bus, didn't know. You gotta go. You doing? <gasps> you was doing too much, and it's not the first time you fucked your whole family. You're, you're, oh you're, my they, gosh, yes. Their blood's on your hands, man. I just, uh, I. How would you get out of that situation? Like, would you move? Would you just live with the ghost? I would. You, I, I don't send my kids to military camp. Y'all gotta go. The kids gotta go. But I, ultimately, the I don't know. I don't know how one would get out of that situation. Like, and you know how the, the what was crazy was the movie got you with the bait and switch, and le- they got me. I don't know about y'all. Um, they made it seem like it was kind of like Trevor was the one that was really being affected by all the demonology that was going on, and unless you was like you know real 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 keen to shit. I could I couldn't clock that it was Ashley. I I missed that. I definitely didn't expect. I'm like, oh, Trevor having these night terrors. He popping out the box like a fucking accordion. It's him. You know, it's him. He he's you know moving around like a slinky in the bushes at night. I think it's him that's you know experiencing it. No 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 no. It's this quiet ass girl who drawing pictures and shit, and she's the one. Bagul is creeping in her ear and be like, hey girl, you could really be famous like your dad. All you gotta do. Is cut these motherfuckers up. 
make these tapes, make these tapes, VHS part five. This should have been yeah, VHS tapped into this shit here. Yeah, get it on t- record everything. Mm. And I'm like, God damn, not on the eight millimeter, my bro. No, bro. And y'all work still fucks me up. I'm gonna bring that back every time. Cause I at the time I ain't seen no shit like this. Like there was a lot of different movies coming on this time. A lot of people was definitely trying to give us the jump scares. But that was a memorable jump scare. Like, the fact that the first thing I do is look up and somebody is getting their face fucking rolled over. POV. You're rolling over someone's face with a goddamn um, lawnmower. And you're the one doing it. And I'm watching you do it. What? My kneecaps, please. (laughs) Please. What is this? I... I... Okay. So, let's talk a little bit more about these 8 millimeters Because while, yes, the... um, Law work sent me pool party. I don't know what it is about drowning. That I I just and then the of course the barbecue fire like being lit on like drowning probably sucks, but it's more so lung shit struggling. If you're in the fire, your skin is just burning. You're just burning. Yeah, I. None of it is good. None of it is good. You're correct. None, None of it is good. good. The quickest death is the one in the laundry. But still, like, none of that is good. Who wants to get their fucking face chopped up by a goddamn fucking lawnmower? It's not even meant for that. No, it's not meant you cutting up meat sandwiches and shit with fucking... This is... You know what? I'm calling the police. I'm tired. I'm sick of this shit. Call the police on you and Magoo. Pick up the phone, bitch. Listen. Please. On the hotline. I need some assistance. Fucking barbecue. You sitting up here eating, a, enjoying a nice sandwich with your your family, and next thing you know, y'all ass is getting burnt up in the car. Who asked for this? Imagine you you done drink your motherfucking drink, you done been to your burnt hot dog, and next thing you know, you in a fucking hot ass car because you probably drank some shit they put in the Kool Aid, and now you getting burnt the fuck up because Bagul said so. This is this is too much, uh, girl. So my thoughts on these. I like them in the first movie. The second movie, of course, it feels because a lot of things about the second movie feels a little forced. So I think that's why they also feel forced. I do think the uh, the deaths uh, are wild as fuck in the first one. There are one or two in the second one that had me like, God damn, these niggas is sick. Um, but still very much squinting my eyes because this shit is brazy. Like, your daughter has now chopped up the whole family um, because she has been trying to put on for her new niggas. I put on, you know, shop the young Jeezy. Put on, she trying to put on for them and Bilal. I said what I said, and um, she just hopped right into the video movie at the end. Now you know what could have they could have missed me with. That fucking jump scare after everything just like paused. They could have just ended the movie like that and just had like eerie ass music playing or silence. Yeah, to leave us just in that despair. Because it's scary enough that this child has poisoned your coffee. You're helpless, and she's about to cut you up with an axe after everything you've seen. You know exactly if you have been watching the movie and watching these snuff films. You know exactly what's about to happen. Right. That's scary enough. You don't right. need nothing. And it's already too late. You already moved. You already passed out. It's nothing you can do. It's like when you playing uh, Five Nights at Freddy's and you out of fucking battery power and the doors is just open. Mm. 
and it's still like two hours left. Mm. They're just gonna run up in your spot. Like that's it. They stuffing you in the soup tonight. Tonight. God, that's scary. Yeah, that really fucked me up. Um, so yeah, like I the, to me, this movie was a good time. Um, from the time I saw it, I feel like if you've never seen it, you should definitely check it out at least once. Um, this is a really good movie to play, like, if you're trying to get spooky. Okay, I think this is an appropriate date night movie. Y'all know I'd be saying some movies, but I really think this is, a, I mean, I think the other ones are appropriate, too. But I'm going to say this one, and I'm pretty sure Jazz won't fight me for it. I won't. Sinister is a great date night movie. I'll take it. We talked about Martyrs being a good date night movie. And you know what? I succeeded. I was like, you know what? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But Sinister, I feel like, is a good overall time. Like, I would show Sinister to my kids. Like, my oh, nieces yeah. and nephews. Yeah, we can watch Sinister. It's fucked I, up. I can't show Z this. Well, Z is six. Okay, so. I mean, I can show Z this because Z is, Z is seen... Uh... <laughs> y'all my niece has already started discovering horror shit and she's helped me pick out some stuff she's uh somehow been just dis- i didn't do it it wasn't me but someone has shown her uh chucky movies um so she knows all about charles lee ray and she knows about frederick sir frederick um so you know she's she's on the right path clap it out for her um but also i can't i can't show her this because i'll never hear the end of it because listen, she got me on Siren Head, and that shit is terrifying, also. Yeah. But yeah, no, this shit is scary. But I, I mean, it's not like so bloody. I mean, granted, those snuff films are really dark, but that I feel like they, some of them do cut away outside of the lawnmower. You see the, the, the grim part, but it's not like entrails, you know? You know how they like entrails. I watched Jacob Jacob's wife like a few days ago again, and there's a scene spoiler where the motherfucker somebody gets their head ripped off manually, but not like all the way, so it's like messy and the blood is just squirting the fuck up. I'm like, wow, that is intense. You're not getting any scenes like that. Yeah, no. Jacob's wife was also awesome. So if you have not seen it, please check that out. It's on Shutter right now, I think. Yes, sir. It's definitely a Shutter exclusive. And if you do not have Shutter, I think it's also still available on video on demand. Well, well, well. Change I mean, your we life. Paid money. We paid before it even came, or we it was worth the money. I was not upset. Absolutely, it was. And you know, I love a good vampire film. Yeah. Well, yes, you are a vampire fan. You're the vampire king here. Um, no, me. Another girl. Um, but yeah, Bagul was really beating these people's ass. Um, you know, we find out as we trim about to transition to this uh, movie too, Deputy So-and-so carries the torch into the second movie. And before we even get into that, like, first of all, this movie got a 6.8 out of 10 rating. Uh, and it was like 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. So they are pretty in line with each other. Is that what you thought about it? For Sinister 2, they gave it a 6 point what? No, not Sinister 2, girl. We're still on Sinister 1. Oh, oh I'm about to say, woo, girl. I mean, okay. I feel like Sinister be a 7. Granny, okay, this is what I feel about it. It was scary. It was effective. But it wasn't a whole bunch of shit I hadn't seen outside of the 8mm films. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it was kind of a regular entity haunting. Something's happening. They keep going up here. Now, granted, him moving 
with something unexpected because they never fucking moved except for like in Poltergeist. They're like, we getting the fuck out of here, going to a hotel, whatever. But usually the family doesn't move. They meet their doom in the mm-hmm. same house or they defeat the ghost or something. And that was a little new, but otherwise there's a lot of the scares that are just kind of not generic, but like, oh, I've seen this before. It's just, it's done well. But I, yeah. I've seen it before. It wasn't groundbreaking. And that's why when I was reading some article, I can't remember which one, it was like, this is one of the scariest movies ever because of people's heart rate. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the scariest movie ever. I don't think so. I don't. It no. was scary. It, I was shook when I seen it in that basement in the dark. But I feel like there are movies that I watch more than once. It gives me the same chill. Like I said, yeah. Terrified, Atorados, if you have not seen that, Hill House, LLC. Like, there are movies with... Neroy, The Curse. Yes, there are movies with better creep factor and better scares to me. Um, especially because, like I said, the Boogeyman is so classic. That's a classic idea. You know, there's so many Boogeyman-type movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get it. It's still good. It's like a seven to me. I will watch it again, but I see where it's losing the points. Mm-hmm. It's losing the points of, okay, this isn't really original. This isn't, for me, it was, it was scary, but it wasn't so scary where I can't, I can, can't finish it or anything like that. Yeah, I just, no. yeah, I just feel like it was good. I will watch it again. I will recommend it to people who have not seen the movie. I I would. It provide, it did what it needs to do, but don't expect nothing super groundbreaking outside of those films the eight millimeter films yeah my only complaint is outside the other ones we pulled out is it was a smidge too long it doesn't need it's almost two hours long it does right it doesn't it feels like it a little bit at some points for me um but it you know i guess girl yeah y'all know we like the sweet spot of 90 minutes you know but also you know i'll sit down and watch it and i totally did you clearly got my coins, but you know, that's my only thought. Um, but yes, yeah, so we were closed out with the movie with Ethan Hawke and the entire family dying, and we get house painting by Ashley. So um shout out to that bleak ass ending. I love the bleak ending. I loved it. I liked that they didn't get away. I like that too. I did. I don't know what that what kind of person that makes me, but fuck it. I mean, I feel like a person that's grounded in reality because we don't always make it. Um, you know, so I think in a lot of movies, especially when like these movies go like they have to fall in love, the people have to get out. No, the fuck they don't. Sometimes people be dying, bruh, and they all died. Like, unfortunately, they eventually made the good choices, but sometimes, you know, we can do our best and we can still fall short. Yeah. And also, I feel like they gave you the pump fake when they moved and you think shit's sweet and it's not sweet. And I like that. Yeah, because it makes me feel like, oh, they got away. Psycho boo boo like shit, boy. They do not. Yes. But, you know, before we jump into the second movie, we're going to take a little break. Okay? We're going to pay some bills, and then we're going to jump back in this thing with Sinister 2, which is streaming on Netflix. Currently came out in 2015. Available now from Dread Howling Village. From the visionary director of The Grudge and The Grudge 2, comes Howling Village, where after her brother goes missing, a young psychologist visits an infamous haunted and cursed location known as Howling Village to investigate his disappearance and uncover her family's dark history. 
Howling Village will be available on demand everywhere and on Blu-ray September 14th. Coming soon to Dread, Bad Candy. On Halloween night in New Salem, radio DJs Chili Billy, played by Corey Taylor, and Paul, Zach Gilligan, tell a twisted anthology of terrifying local myths that lead to a grim end for small-town residents. So if you love Slipknot, Grimless, and Horror, this is the film for you. Bad Candy is coming out in theaters and on On Demand September 14th and on Blu-ray October 10th. And we're back. So we're back in here and I'm getting on your nerves. The end. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, we are back with Sinister 2. And again, it's 2015. Now, I did see that production-wise, where is it? Yes. Jason Blum is involved in the second one and he wasn't in the first one. So I'm like, okay, I can see... <laughs> <laughs> the kind I don't know. It just kind of that, the second movie is a little more. I know this sounds harsh, but childish mm-hmm. compared to the first one. And it's not the worst thing I've seen, but you focus on a mom with two boys. Um, and she it seems like she's a single mom in this fucking farmhouse back in the back back. She got these children, and now you got deputy so and so who was from the first one who realized the story of what happened because he didn't move in the house or anything. He didn't get affected by the ghoul, you know, showing up and being a ghoul. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh no, bitch, I'm burning down all these houses mm-hmm. that that everybody lived in so now I can just dead the curse because nobody can work. move into the house, which is actually not a bad idea. I'm rooting for him for that. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I thought that was some really far, fucking smart work that happened off camera. I love that they didn't force feed that down our throat, but you know, that made room for all the other shit that they force fed down our throats the entire movie. Yeah, so <laughs> this film, um, they kind of start the movie with 16 millimeters, which is slightly better, I guess, than 18 millimeter. And the family is hung up kind of like scarecrows. Yeah, and they got sex on their head, and well, they being burned, and yeah, now like this... crucifixed. Yes. Now, granted, this is fucked up, but also we kind of saw somebody getting burned to death in the first one, mm-hmm. so it's fucked up. But also, I'm like, well, this isn't as creative. But you know, hey, look, whatevs. Um, so now they're in this little jank. They on the run. You know, we got what's the name? Courtney with her twins. She has twins. And, you know, twins can be evil. I don't really know. Dylan and Zach. Um, yeah, They're Dylan. played by real twins. One of the twins' name is Dartanian, which I think is a very interesting name to, for a human to have. Yes, that is. Uh, it's Dylan and Zach, and they're trying to run away from Clint, who's an abusive husband. So mm. we don't even see Clint until later, pretty much. But you do see, like, Courtney, you know, kind of going to the store. She trying to be in hiding, and somebody see her, and she's like, oh, hell no. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know where she fled from. And it, I feel like Clint is, like, a police officer. He linked with um, the police, fuck 12. Um, and yeah, that's how he's Clint able is to definitely kinda, a pig. Yeah, that's he's a pig, and that's how he's able to get access and use his abuse, like, use his access to further abuse his wife. And I'm like, that was really disgusting. I hated that. Um... Because I feel like the Bagul story, I mean, I guess you can have someone who's trying to be on the run, but also, like, the story is, it could have been any family trying to move in this bitch, honestly, because you have a setup where, look, Bagul is here, he trying to beat motherfuckers' ass and take the kids. Right. 
it's okay for it to be a classic regular Douglas story, but I just I don't know. I just really hated Clint so much. And of course, spoiler alert, and we're gonna get into spoilers. You know, he deal he gets got, but also it just I had to sit through so many scenes of watching him abuse her or yeah. abuse the kids or be gross. And I mean, we didn't have to grow to hate. She could have just said, I'm on the run from this dude. And the way she acted was enough for me to know that that man was dangerous. You know, I mean, I feel like we could have enough was when he tried to force feed. What's his name? Dylan. Was it Dylan or is it Zach? They twin. They look alike, baby. I don't know. All right, Twin A was trying to, um, you know, get. we're going to call him Twin A and Twin B because walk with me. Jesus. He tried to force feed Twin A at the table and Twin B is just staring at the table on the other side of the table like I told you so because the whole reason why they're on the lamp is because, you know, Clint was beating the dog shit out of Twin B and he did it so much when the mom was like, enough is enough. So she had got the fuck what she should have done. and But also she ended up at a house that was the property of her homegirl and her family. And they just had this property that nobody really stayed at because you find out that apparently there was a uh, a murder. A murder. A murder. <laughs> that took place at the church on their property. It was a really, like, gross murder. And like Jazz said, you know, it's, it's these big old snuff tapes. Again. We're back. We're back. Look. And now this is what I didn't like. The kids were, it was just, it, the movie made me feel like it was holding my hand forcibly the whole time. And it was like, hey, it's movie two, but just in case you didn't see movie one or for some reason you forgot and you didn't rewatch it, I'm going to retell everything for you. The kids are like, oh, this is my tape. You have to watch the tapes so you can stop the dreams. If you do not stop watching the tapes, the dreams will just get worse. I'm like, okay, okay. I hate it. I hate it. It was so much kid. There were so many kids roaming around the house and they were aggressive. Like, how you waking me out by my motherfucking sleep talking about I need to watch some motherfucking tapes? Bitch, get the fuck out of my face. Why can't we do this during the daytime? Take your, take your spooky ass down to the basement, <laughs> bitch. I don't have time for this. I'm trying to catch some Z's. I just, the kids, the, I don't know. Something about the kids just looked off too. I just didn't really like I didn't like the set of dead kids in this movie. I think that's just really what it was. I know they was trying to keep that feel going. I'm definitely the Jay-Z gif when he's like shaking his head and he's like, I don't know. I'm trying, trying to, get to get into with it, it. But he can't. Yeah. yeah, it's me. It's like, I'm trying. I'm trying to give it a shot because I definitely want to know how. I w- I'm really invested in the story. Movie one moved me so much. I needed to see what the fuck was going on in movie two. You're right. I was definitely here for movie two aggressively but you know it just it, it didn't get what it's supposed to be gave but again i feel like they spent more money they was trying to recreate the same shit you can't do that you can't always capture light like that twice i feel like you kind of have to go in with your own identity and own goals versus i'm gonna make money because sinister 2 was sinister was popping so let's just make a sequel and that's what it kind of felt like mm-hmm. even the films weren't so great although I do feel like the Christmas morning jank where the family's in their pajamas. Oh, girl. And then they're, they're buried in the fucking snow. That That's the one. Being frozen to death really, really sends me. And I watched um, season two of Slasher. Oh, not season two. Wow. I did watch season two. 
unfortunately. Well, no, this was season two. So they're, they're dealing with being in the cold, and I think somebody goes out, and they end up getting like, uh, what's that thing where your feet turn black? Uh, frostbite. Yeah, the motherfuckers had frostbite and shit. And I was like, wow, we. Mm -hmm. The cold is so much more dangerous than people think it is. I think nature is so much more dangerous than people think it is. They think motherfuckers be getting in flood water thinking shit Gucci. You mm -mm. cannot get in flood water. Bitch, now you got sepsis. Like, what are you doing? You about to mutate. It's not yeah. it. You got a fucking fourth arm now, bitch. Get your ass out the fucking flood water. Don't be in yeah. the flood water. Get the fuck out the jungle and shit. You don't know where you going. Get the fuck out these fucking lakes and waterfalls. Stay sick to the shit that you're used to. Okay. 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 Two things. Um, One, I have... the So the movie is playing in the background, right? Like, Y'all, today Jazz and I are in two separate places. But you know, we be living in life. So the movie's playing in the background. And I want you to know that when I logged in, it's like, would you like to change your rating? Bitch, it was a thumbs down. And I was screaming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, are you watching it on my account? Because I feel like I was the one who gave it a thumbs down. I think so. And I was fucking screaming. Okay. That is part one of my dilemma here right now that I'm currently having. Yeah. I have a plane, <laughs> I have Sinister One playing um, via laptop on the Prime. Um, mm -hmm. But two, I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. I've seen it a few times. Like, I, don't, I didn't even watch it just once. I definitely watched it a minimum of three times. I did. It just, I mean... <sighs> Sinister 2, the way I felt about the movie while watching it, like, really just trying to Jay-Z it up, I'm also feeling like the boy, I'm feeling like Child A, who is being forced to watch these goddamn snuff films every night, and he is literally telling these children, y'all, I don't want to see this shit no more. Like, I really just want to go to bed, okay? Please stop coming to me in my dreams. I'm not interested in this ghost shit y'all got going on, like, my mom did not do anything, so why would I hurt her? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. And, then the, and the ghost is like, that's exactly why. I'm like, man, fuck you. <laughs> no. The, the, he's like, Bird, girl, I don't want to see no motherfucking tapes. It's 2 a.m. I'm trying to get some fucking shut eye. I don't give a fuck about these tapes. I'm not hurting my family. Leave me alone, bitch. I'm t I don't want to watch no tapes. But then his bitch-ass brother go pull up and be like, oh, I'll watch Lord. tapes. Because I'm in competition with you and I need to be better at you or something. Girl, I better at him at killing and making tapes and now you a for life ghoul. Do these kids look like they're having a real good time? It doesn't no. look like it to me. No. I think he just really has a lot of trauma and stuff coming on. This is child number two. I mean, all both children and the mom. But he got a lot going on. He needs to need some community support. And Bagul and friends was not it. Okay, like oh look I see that someone first of all you're jealous because your brother is getting haunted by ghosts what literally like what I know kids be doing wild shit but I'm crying <laughs> like what what if I told my brother any of my brothers and sisters these ghosts beat my ass no one would be like let me talk to ghosts why they not beat my ass they don't like me they're like no we need to get the fuck that is where they would go with that. Yeah, mine as well. So I'm really crying at this being the premise, and I'm fucking weak. Like, everything about this. I mean, I could see some, like, kid being like, I'm jealous. I don't have a ghost friend either. But these not the ghost friends you want, baby. Like, they're making you watch rated, uh, like, MAX films. Like, this is not... They're making you watch, like, 
the dark web. Literally, this is dark web shit they got you watching. Now, I know these kids might not know what the dark web is, but also, baby, what is you doing? Mm-mm. Not living a safe life. That's definitely not what's happening. No, trying to take motherfuckers to the cornfield like he who lives behind the rose. Uh-uh. Yeah, no thank you. Mm-mm. No thank you. Um, So basically, the mom, you know, she's dealing with multiple things here. She's got, like, you know, people following her, like Jazz says, all around the town. Um, she's not really knowing who to trust. Deputy so-and-so shows up. She thinks that he is another one of the people that her ex-husband or, you know, estranged husband um, has following her. He eventually gets the police people to pull up and try to make her, you know, hand the kids over. Um, and deputy so-and-so was there to basically talk them down um, in so many words. And that's when he's given more exposition. Like, yeah. So, but we get to find out what happened to him after movie one. Um, he basically gets fired uh, because the sheriff was pissed because he told his ass not to get involved with Ellison. And of course, Ellison whole family was dead. So of course, it's just like it brings everything he didn't want to happen, happen. Um, and then he got mad at Def- Deputy So-and-so for supplying Ellison with the information. And they talk about Ellison in this movie, too. So it's a lot of like what you guys didn't see, let's fill in the blanks. And I like that, but they did it a lot, so I was just very much like, once again, you're holding my hand. It's like sauce. You can put a little bit of sauce, but you can't be put drowned in the fucking meal and sauce. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, sauce, a little flavor, okay, cute. Yep. And there's ways to even do it without sauce. You could do just seasonings, but they chose to pull shit from the other movie. Like, let's pull a bunch of shit you didn't see. Let's make some shit up so we can connect some dots. But girl, it's too much sauce. Yeah. Not in a good way. Yeah, it was it was too much. It like definitely like macaroni and cheese but not coagulated macaroni and cheese. Like it just was it was just too wet. It just did the most for me. Um it just didn't work for me. I don't know if it really worked for a lot of other people as well because the ratings were like five point three out of ten. And then Rotten Tomato gave it a fifteen percent. Um that's a little strong, friend. That um, is strong. Yeah. But uh so anyways, Deputy So-and-So, you know, like Jazz said, he's out here trying to do the Lord's work and he's really trying to burn these houses down because he's like, girl, enough is enough. But then he gets caught up in this new family shit. We got like another, who the fuck? We got another professor, Dr. Stromberg. He's basically the new Professor Jonas. He's like his uh, assistant who managed to find his information because Professor Jonas been gone missing. Yikes. He looked up too much of that shit. Bagul said, bitch. Your ass gotta go too. That's terrifying. The, I like how they brought that in. They didn't even have to throw that at us, but that lets you know, like, yeah, Bagu is not fucking around with you. He's I not. love that. I love that. Um, so basically, we get more exposition. They they kind of like expand on Bagul's backstory, which I like. You know, they he helps them kind of crack the case on, like, you know, the houses being connected and, you know, the history and how far it goes back. And apparently it was happening in another country. Like, the girl on the tape was talking about some shut up, mom, because I can't, Bagul can't hear me over your screams. I said, no. Nah, <laughs> I said, that is too much, bitch. Uh-uh. What? That, it's the shut up mom for me. Girl, who the fuck is you talking to? I don't care if this is a scary movie or not. You can get listen, listen. He can't hear you. He can't hear me over your screams. You're screaming too loud. That's terrifying. But also, what the fuck are you talking about? 
Like, who the fuck is Magoo? And why is he more important to me? And I'm And also, why are you talking to me like this? What is this? This is, no one tried, I don't understand. What's going on? This disrespectful all the way through death. Like, it's just, you know, not all the cheering, but you know, it's just so sad it had to turn left for them. So yeah, like, so the family um, gets pulled up upon again by Daddy Clint because he comes back. This time he, you know, has gotten the feds to jug the paperwork. They had a secret meeting overnight, a secret white man meeting. And they were actually able to fed it up, get these paperwork together. So now um, the girl Courtney and their kids have to go back with abusive Clint. Really feel bad for them. Um, and deputy so-and-so was really trying to beg them after staying night at the night at the house and he knew he shouldn't have stayed the night there i felt like the ghost was gonna be in his ass anyways because he spent the night yeah not only that you burning down all of our fucking um ghostly homes you're doing way too much yeah yeah i would have definitely just burnt all that shit and cleansed my shit of that family if they got i would have got a whole new life bitch they would have mib mind erased me literally bitch if i was deputy so-and-so i would have just moved to fucking some other state I wouldn't even been in a small town. I would have just either been a private investigator or I would have just been a school like security guard. I would have found some fucking job that oh, was you. not involving looking up murder or nothing. And I would have moved to some states away. Oh, Let yeah. me tell you. Starting a whole new existence because this is not it. Um, but deputy so-and-so comes back to this house. And he realizes, you know, the family is gone because what happens is, you know, Clinton came and swooped on up. And in this meantime, you know, we're seeing that the boys, their relationship are like getting more vol- volatile. Boy number uh, twin B is more like beating the dog shit out of every chance he gets out of twin one because he has a lot of stuff. He has a lot of anger in his chest. Um, and this family gets, you know, they go back to Clint's house. So now the line just drags, just drag that invisible line from that previous home to Clint's home. And, you know, I didn't mind Clint dying because we already said he dies. I wanted that for him because he's a fucking terrible human. Like, they're sitting at the table. He's getting aggressive. He tries to force feed twin A mashed potatoes. What's the reason? What's it's not that good. Like, mashed potatoes are fine. They're mid, though. Like, they're not bad. Let me take that back. Well, not me, but you're force feeding. Force feeding. Very aggressive. That is abuse. Like, I just, I don't understand. And deputy so-and-so pulls up. And Clint has his head so far up his own ass. When deputy so-and-so pulls up, he's like, oh, so you had a little taste of my wife. You came here to warn who warned me. And he's just like, biggest dick contest. I'm abusive. I'm not giving a fuck. So trigger warning on that, everybody. He's just doing the most. He's beating the dog shit out of deputy so-and-so. And he's just like, girl, I'm just trying. Once again, he's trying to save someone's life. Again. I'm just trying to tell you that they shouldn't have come here. Outside of how I feel about you and you being a piece of fucking dog shit. Um... Bagul is about to beat all y'all ass. And actually, one of these boys are being influenced by him. Listen, because y'all are in, you in danger, baby. You in danger, girl. He's trying to tell you. But, you know, Clint is so busy trying to be whatever he's trying to be. Talking about some, yeah, now I'm about to go fuck my wife. Girl, shut the... F- and then when they showed the next day, I held my nose. because I was like, damn, what if he like... Mm, I- There's so much that's implied there. Listen. There's so much. 
Um, that's implied there. Um, so yeah, next day comes and Twin B said, "You, it's showtime, bitch." And he pulls up. He's got the fucking camera rolling. The ghost kids is lit. All these ghost kids are annoying, but the ghost kids was litty. They're all hanging out in the cornfields, and you know he got the cameras rolling, boy. He not keeping that motherfucking stopping at all. He's recording them outside, and Clint's getting aggressive while trying to teach Twin A to um golf because the reveal is, guys. Y'all see the twin A is getting his ass fucking visited every night by these ghost kids. And he's like, girl, I cannot do this. I refuse. And the ghosts were like, I mean, you played into her hand anyways. And they really just wanted to influence Quint twin, uh, twin B. Ugly. Literally. So they was, honestly, I feel like there's two things. that I feel like they may have been playing that role, but they just really want, I feel like they was just salty because twin A wasn't trying to be down with that murder shit. They were. They tried to say, oh, we ain't want you no way, bitch. Girl, that's not what happened. You was on him and he was not on you. Look at yourself. Cat, please. Because that's what happened. Like, you was, well, it fell into our plan anyways. That wasn't your plan. You just came up with that two seconds ago. But whatever you want to tell yourself to make yourself feel better. So anyways, Twin B was definitely down with that murder shit. Because Twin A came downstairs and he's like, Twin B, please come upstairs. And he's like, nigga, leave me alone. Punch. Ugh, falls on the ground. I'm, And then the, the ghost comes up. If you tell anyone, well, I'll murder you. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you were going to do that anyways? Yeah. And then not only that, you sloppy. You not successful. You dusty. You hairline uneven. It didn't yeah. work out for you. Yeah, now he made the Jones Sunday service, which is the bullshit that happened at the house they originally lived in. That that mass murder in the church when the rats. Mm -hmm. That's not the first time I've seen rats, you know, being okay, y'all. These films were sick. Was this Bad Boys too? When they put the rat. Okay, I know. Yeah, this has nothing to do with nothing. That's okay. It's the same concept. The rats gonna eat through your stomach because they're trying to escape the heat, and I get it. But also now the hot ass bucket is on your stomach. And a rat trying to burrow in. This is too fucking much. Bitch, yeah. shoot me. Please. Yeah. Also, then, I do want to um talk in about trip to the dentist. Because I forgot about that. Where they were drilling niggas through the head. Bruh. Bruh. Mm. Are you to me? Just, uh... <sighs> and also where the alligators was biting niggas heads off. Yeah, that was a lot. When they was over to buy you. Come on now. You ain't got to do that. And I also, okay, I don't know if you've seen Nip Tuck, but some episodes. I've seen I've seen at least like episode, I mean not episode, season two or three and maybe four, I don't know. But I just imagine that under the little sacks they got ham and wrapped around their head because then they gonna eat the ham in their head. I'm like, no. Oh, no. No. Yeah, the Sunday service one is. But ghoul making them rats ascend on them people. That's too much. As they oh, lay on the floor bad. in a pentagram. That's alright now. They'll play the games. Um, but yeah, like I luckily like talked about, I say out of all the snuff films, out of all the snuff films, what kind of fucking sentence is that? Yeah. Um, Wild ass sentence. Yeah, the the Christmas joint really like when the mom eyeball look over, I'm like, nah, too much. That I just feel that that bitch is cold, and cold takes a long time. It, it's you don't just die in five minutes, ten. No. Minutes. You are in the cold for a long, and it, everything fucking hurts. And even if they pull you out, 
Your limbs is no good, bitch. They're black. What the fuck? You're not good. The other family members seem to have died pretty quickly. Listen. Take me to the king. That's all you got as the snow peacefully falls on your head. Oh, how sickening. Child. Child. Mm-mm. 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 So, yeah, y'all. In the end, um, child number two basically drugs the whole family up at the dinner table after deputy so-and-so gets his ass beat. They wake up, they ass is nailed to the cross, just like Jazz said. It, keeps, it was popping up in child A's dreams, but child B actually did it because he was so busy trying to be a superstar. He was too pressed to fit in with his ghost friends. And, you know, Clint is the first one to die. Woohoo! Thank goodness. Great. Excellent. I clapped a little. Slow clap. Clap for Slow clap. We wow. love that. Um, round of applause. And then, you know, but Deputy so-and-so comes in in the nick of time and runs over. Boom. Hits the shit out of Twin B with his car. And I want you to know I was cracking up when that little camera hit the floor. Well. <laughs> who? Because that was childish. Um, it was. a little, Like I said, that movie's a little childish, although I still enjoy it a little bit. But like I said, 15%. God damn. Like, yeah. that gives me ghost ship numbers, baby. Like, don't, not 15 is excessive. We should give this bitch a 3 out of 10 at least. 30%. Yeah. Well, they gave it a 5.3 out of 10. So I feel like it should have... Uh, I mean, you know... I give it at least... I'd say 4 or 5 is fine. Yeah, that IMD is right. Now, Rotten Tomatoes, goddamn. They said this is the, the bull. This is the pits. They're tired. Terrible. Harsh. Tired. They're fucking over it. Um. So, yeah... Um, what's the child B is pissed that deputy so-and-so has hit him with the car. So he's gone. He's trying to, you know, get these motherfuckers back after, you know, deputy so-and-so has rescued the remaining child and Courtney. He has got them down. The ghost kids is helping him do this hide and go seek, hide, you know, hide and go kill the killer, kill the family. Um, and so, but deputy so-and-so, but the way he comes up and just knocks that fucking camera out of that little boy hands, I was like, what's up? Nope. I was like, all right, well, that's a lot. Um, and he tries to get that. He goes back to the to the trunk to see if there's, like, that extra video. And he's, like, frantically rummaging through the trunk. And I was thinking, girl, you know it ain't no backup camera in there. Listen. You know what's not. Stop playing. And the kids is like, he's going to be so pissed. He's going to be so mad. I'm like, this is, this is ugly. Please, guys, please. But also, he's going to be mad, but what is he going to do? He was going to take you anyway. What was so gonna what happen is he going to do anyways? Now? If you ain't got no camera, are you now weak, Boogle? I I don't know, friend. But you know, child B, I think that was Zach. It might be Zach. Um, he got sucked into the video. It and is the Zach. House... It's Zach. Okay. And then the house goes up into flames and they get away. And I was like, that's cool. I like that everybody didn't necessarily die in this one. Um I just feel bad for Zach a little bit because you know he just needed some assistance, some services. And not from ghost kids. Not from ghost kids. A therapist. Yeah. Social social services. Something. Yeah, not ghost children. He just but the signs were there. The signs are there. And I'm definitely concerned. Um, but also, you know, he is a victim of abuse. Um, and that's a very fucking touchy subject. Yes. And not only yeah. that, we're not even sure if they fully like escaped because yeah, they escaped the burning in the house and all that. But when we get to the end, they get the ham radio, and the ghost kids are still through the radio. Like, bitch, I heard you was talking shit. Well, okay, we still in this bitch. 
our brows on fleek the fuck. Mm. Well, I don't need to see a third movie. I would just like to see maybe a correspondent piece. I don't even need another piece. I'm good. I, I want to know um, if the kids can still contact them. That's pretty much it. Maybe like a game short. That's too much. Maybe like a YouTube clip. I'm one of those people. Since you've introduced this concept, I would like to see it. I think I'm good. I'm like, you know what? I don't even think I care. That's fair. That's fair. Well, this movie was um, still written by C. Robert Cargo and, and Scott Derrickson, but Scott Derrickson didn't direct it this time because apparently he was working on um, the Doctor Strange movie. So it was directed by Syrian Foy, who made Eli on Netflix. I have not seen that. So I don't have any opinions because I haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe we'll check it out. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I fell asleep on it. So I don't really know what that means. Um, And we're going to go from there. Yeah. Because, you know, I could have been sleepy or I could have been bored. Listen, you know what? That's fine. But you know what? If you have not checked out Sinister and Sinister 2, Check them out at least once. Mm-hmm. I say they're good. Pull up. Sinister 1, Sinister is worth the fucking money. All right? Sure is. Rent it. Sinister 2 is on Netflix. And most people got Netflix. You got somebody on Netflix. I start a free trial for seven, seven days and watch that bitch and some other shit and then cancel it if you got to. I mean, you know, do what you got to do. Do what you do. Oh, fuck. Never mind. Yeah. 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 No true fan for us, unfortunately. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Um, but yeah. How do y'all feel about Sinister? Mm-hmm. Pull up on us at grltspod at gmail.com. You can also pull up on us at Girl That's Scary at Twitter and Instagram. You know, pull up on us, talk to us, at us. And I know a lot of people have seen Sinister, so I feel like this is going to be an interesting conversation. Also, pull up on our Patreon at www.patreon.com back, no, forward slash um, Girl That's Scary. We got bonus content some of mm-hmm. it's free not even behind a paywall you could just see a few things it might be an episode or something you could just listen to real quick for the free ski but if you don't want to you know if you want to open your purse you know you can get early access to episodes there's so many bonus episodes bonus gts spoiler free reviews if you mm-hmm. like those on instagram we have those interviews all kinds of stuff so just check it out check check it out and shit um but yeah we want to know how y'all feel about censor because, like I said, an interview was like, this is the scariest movie. And is it? Now, it scared the shit out of me, but I don't know about this being the scariest movie. I might have to take some time to sit down and think about that one. Yeah, I've been more scared by other movies. But it was scary. I'm not going to hold you. But the scariest out of all of them? Know. Out of all of the scary movies? Because <sighs> usually the scariest means it's going to hit that second time. And the first time. Yeah, if you can't hit the second time, you, you're not as scary as you think you are. I don't know. I but don't yeah. Know. Until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye.